Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. It's always a pleasure for you to always step in and listen to God's word. And um, there is always a benefit for listening to God's word. And um, the moment you tune in every time to listen to God's word, there is a cleansing effect that usually happens. There is a revelation that God will unveil about himself. And there is this purifying and edifying effect the moment you come together and listen to God's word. And that's why this ministry, this podcast is here for us to come together to listen to God's wisdom, what God is doing in this season, and uh, just to minister to one another. And I believe through that we will be blessed and we are already blessed as written in the book of Corinthians 3, that we are already full, we are already rich, we are already blessed. So we only need to receive it because everything God has given us. And today we want to continue with our Proverbs for today, which is Proverbs chapter 7. And my main goal for us while we are continuing with our proverb is for us to know what God's idea, wisdom, and heart in the grace that he has given us in the book of Proverbs. While I was reading the book of Proverbs chapter 7, one thing that I realized is more of listening to God's word and how listening can help you conquer and uh, overcome the mountain of sin, especially sexual immorality, which is adultery. And through it, actually, there is so much that we are going to discuss in the book of Proverbs 7 that I pray that God may open your ears to hear the word of God and may God open your eyes to see God's word. And if you have anything, maybe God has ministered to you in the book of Proverbs, you can hit a share and like and you can comment down there in the comment section. So as the book of Proverbs 7, it begins literally by Solomon, the son of David, saying that Proverbs chapter 7 was 1. It begins by him saying that, My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. And it begins with an assure, uh, let's say a command, a father's command to his children. My son, keep my words. He has already given, the moment the Bible says, keep my words, it's as if it's saying that I've already given you my word. I've already given you the, the best thing that I have for you. Now keep it. Keep it where? In the midst of your heart. As we earlier learned in the book of Proverbs, I believe, chapter, chapter 3, that keep, your, keep God's word in the middle of your heart. So it says, keep my words and treasure my command within you. So it's, there are two way, it's like a two way traffic. You keep my words, my words, and you treasure my commands within you. So you have to, you have to have the sense of keeping God's word. And I don't want to see to 
display it as the law or something that you have to do i believe it's an god is empowering us he's enabling us to keep his word and to treasure his word within you and one thing that god literally jesus christ said to peter at the end of his ministry at, at the end of jesus ministry he gave the mantle to peter and he is the one who failed the most he's the one who denied him with cursing and swearing and um he he actually said if everyone if everyone betray you i will if everyone everyone forsake you i will never forsake you but here he, we found out that he forsaken the lord and he wept bitterly because he saw the jesus love for him at that night outside the courts of the high priest so it says keep my words and the one thing that peter received literally he said jesus said to peter at the end of jesus ministry he said to him peter do you love me do you agape me do you love me with that unconditional love after all these things have happened and peter literally replied and said i love you then jesus said feed my lambs while they're still young while they're still growing while they don't know where to go while they are not yet strong in the faith feed them and what actually i was peter told to feed them it actually you feed by words words of affirmation words of christ words of the resurrection that there is hope words of faith feed them and the second time he says jesus says to peter peter do you love me do you agape me and all the while while peter was saying i love you which is phileo i only like you i can't go to that immeasurable love of sacrificing myself for you and jesus said to him feed my tend my my sheep like the second one is tend my sheep put them together let them stay in together and the third time he said peter son of jonah do you love me do you agape me and peter was so troubled with the third time because i believe he remembered what happened then he said yes i love you, you know all things you said feed my sheep well they are now matured they know what faith is they literally um are they know what actually they uh, have grown into sonship now feed them feed them with the words of faith feed them with love feed them with assurance feed them and here it says my son keep my words keep the words which literally god has spoken over your life keep the words in which god has said over your life so it says my son keep my words and treasure my commands within you and it gives us a detail of what will happen the moment you keep god's word the first thing that will happen is keep my command and live first of all you live you you will not die you will not die and i'm speaking this prophetically maybe you're going through a disease maybe you're going through a pain or something that you're not understanding you will not die you will not remain in debt you will not treasure god's word at that time dabar 
in the midbar <laughs> okay the bar is word midbar is the desert the time you don't understand literally focus on god's word because there is where you find your life there is where you find your salvation there is where you find your health there is where you find your security so it says bind them on your fingers and there's there's this uh picture that proverbs 7 literally portrays it portrays about this crafty woman who comes about who seems so rebellious and ac- actually this woman at times she was outside in the times square and it speaks about a woman who has ill intentions towards a young man and the bible says it will keep you from an immoral woman from the seductress who flatters with her words and let me assure you that it's only through god's wisdom that you can be kept god's grace can keep you from immorality in the book of titus titus writes uh, is it paul writes to titus or titus writes to the church i'm not sure so titus literally writes that the grace of our lord jesus let me just open for a minute titus writes and says Ooh, okay titus is after timothy so titus the book of titus chapter 2 verses 11 says for the grace of the lord of god has appeared for the grace of god that uh, that brings salvation has appeared to all men teaching us to denying ungodliness and worldly lust we should live soberly righteous and godly in the present age so the only way you can live righteous soberly and um, with godliness and without worldly lust is by being taught the bible says for the grace of god brings salvation and it teaches us it the great the undeserving favor of god is on which teaches us to deny worldly lust it teaches us this so we need god's wisdom so that we can receive his grace for the bible says in the book of romans that the moment you receive the abounding grace grace abounding in your life and the moment you receive abounding grace and you receive the gift of righteousness you reign in life you reign over your addictions you reign over poverty you reign over uh, depression which is now the number one thing that's happening in the world there's so much darkness regarding to mental health you reign over depression how through the gift of righteousness and receiving the abundance of grace so god wants us to receive all this to receive his fullness and is and all this culminates because this young man the bible says that for, says that and i saw among the simple and i saved among the youths a young man devoid of understanding passing along the street near her corner and he looked and he took the path to her house in the twilight in the evening in the black and the dark night and there was a woman 
met him with an attire of an harlot, crafty heart. She was loud and rebellious. Her feet could not stay at home. At times she was outside, at times she was in the open square, lurking at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him, and with an impudent face, she said to him, I have peace, I have peace offering with me. Today I have paid my vows. So I came out to meet you diligently. So they speak about the seduction, the seduction of this flattering woman who is causing this simple man to fall. And the Bible says that you can't, you can't, because you can't by your own effort prevent yourself from her. You can't by your own effort prevent yourself from sin. The only way you can overcome sin is by believing in Jesus Christ. That's the only way. And before, uh, we will discuss more about that uh, as we continue. As When Jesus said that whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. So the moment you commit sin, you are a slave to it. So, um, as we continue, but the moment you believe in Jesus Christ, you are free from the shackles of sin in your life. So, all this culminates to, and the Bible says, uh, Proverbs 7, that do not let your heart turn aside to her paths. Do not stray into her paths. And it says, for she has cast down many wounded and all who were slain by her were strong men. This literally gave me a, a glimpse of frigating that those who were cast down by her, those who were cast down by this sin, they were not weak men. They were not men of, of simple, simple stone. They were men who were strong, who believed in themselves, who actually... Who I, I believe the main reason why God wants us to listen to the grace of God be is, is, is because it nullifies the strength of man and it glorifies the strength of God. And God wants us to depend upon him in this area, to depend upon him in our finances, to depend upon him in our relationship, to depend upon him in every area in our social life and even in our insecurities. To rely on him that he is a good God, that, that he gave his son, his only son, and he loves us. That as the scripture says that he who, he who did not spare his own son, but freely gave him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So we have to know his way because his ways are different. And his ways are good. And his ways are dependable. They are concrete. And we have to build our foundation upon his. Because when the storm of life comes, it will find that we have built on a firm foundation. And your house, your family, your relationship, and each and every area of your life will be built on this solid rock. And when the storms of life come, you will stand. Amen.
So the Bible continues and says that she has cast down many strong men, those who look upon themselves, I am those who say that I am strong with no foundation of the blood of Jesus, that I can do all things with no foundation of the blood of Jesus, with those who depend on their smarts, on technology, AI, those who depend upon them. For surely the Bible says that young men will utterly fall, but those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, and they shall soar and not be weary. So there is hope for you and me the moment we depend upon the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ because it will teach us how to deny ungodliness and to deny worldly lust and to hope for the righteousness that comes from above. So to culminate, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 7, verse 24, that now therefore listen to me, my children, pay attention to the words of my mouth. So it it's it's as if it's sandwiched. The moment it, it's the the whole proverb is sandwiched by it, it how it begins by Proverbs seven one, my son keep my words, treasure my commands within you. Then the next the the statement in twenty four it says now therefore listen to me, my children, pay attention to the words of my mouth. So it's as if it's sandwich, it sandwich the sin, and it sin cannot overcome a person who listens to the word of God. Sin cannot overcome a person who always knows that he is a child of God, who practices sonship. Sin cannot overcome that kind of person. It cannot have dominion over that person, because the mo- the person who always listens, the Bible says. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. And if faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ, that then means that you shall say to this mountain and it shall do so whatever you say. So because you are listening to God's word and actually the, I, I believe now this is the most quoted verse in my podcast, Galatians chapter 3, that did God supply to you the spirit through the hearing of faith? Did God work miracles among you? And did he supply the spirit to you through the works of the Lord, through the hearing of faith? So miracle, there's some miracle outburst that will happen in your life. The moment you just sit down and listen to the words of faith. There are miracles that will happen. The moment you sit down and tune in to listen to God's word. So now, therefore, listen to me, the Bible says. Listen to me. Because there is a snare. There is a snare in which strong men are falling. People who believe in themselves, they are falling in this same snare. Listen to me, my children. The the reason why God wants you to listen to him is because he loves you and because you are his child. And because you are his child, he loves you. You are his image here on earth. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children, and pay attention to the words of my mouth. And you remember the time I said, listen, actually, the, the word listen is kashab. Kashab, prick up your ear the moment I hear, the moment you hear me speaking, prick up your ear and 
focus on what I'm saying. Now therefore listen kashab to me my children and to me my children and pay attention to the words of my mouth. And it's little pay attention is actually is the word shama hear what I am saying to you. Prick up your ear to hear what I am saying because the word of God is alive and active sharper than any two-edged sword able to pierce through the bone and marrow and the intents of the heart and you never know what and because of this God will allow you to know is this guy genuine is this woman genuine is this business deal genuine why because you've been tuning into God's word you've been tuning in you'll be knowing the intents of people's heart people who, who come to you with the wrong intention even you know how to kashab and kashab to design your thoughts and intents that this is not me this is from another i am a child of god you know how to design the spirit that is inside you amen so it says listen to me my children and pay attention to the words of my heart of my mouth do not let your heart turn aside to her ways everything in the bible revolves around the heart it took me a while to know that it took me i believe a very long time to know that the the jesus is literally more in tuned more interested in your heart and it says that at this time jesus actually said in the um someone on the mount Matthew chapter 5 verses 28 it says but i say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust after her beauty has already committed has already committed adultery with her in his heart the moment you look at those do not let your heart turn aside to her ways and do not st- stray into her path so there's your your heart is it actually start with the heart the moment your heart is in with the lord you'll actually want you'll actually want more of him as jesus said that whoever of you who is hungry who is thirsty and hungry let him come to me and he shall have the living water your heart is in need of christ in the book of uh, ecclesiastes chapter 3 i believe verses 11 he speaks about says that the human heart has been ordained to be filled with the fullness of heaven i've paraphrased it it's only ordained that it can be fulfilled with the things of heaven and you cannot fulfill your heart with what money can buy for sure you cannot you can only fulfill your heart with what god is speaking come unto me all who are where actually it says that those who are thirsty let them come to me and they will and i will give them a drink let me just open it it's in the book of john chapter 7 it says on the on that last day that great day on that feast jesus stood up and cried out if anyone thirst let him come to me and drink if you are thirst if you if you have been drinking from the wrong wells if you have been drinking from the wrong words in order for your heart to be satisfied maybe you you thought that if i have much money i will be satisfied 
if i have more girlfriends maybe i will be satisfied if i have more i will be satisfied but you've you've already found out that it won't satisfy you if anyone thirst let him come to me and drink he who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water so the moment you have a simple drink there will be rivers of water coming out of your mouth people will be refreshed with you because you have that 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 secret time that that quiet time with the lord listen to me listen to christ listen to what christ is saying unto you do not let your heart turn aside to her ways to the ways of sin let not your heart turn aside and for she has cast down many wounded and all who are slain by her were strong men and i believe the moment you don't the moment you you choose in your heart in the sincerity of your heart to do god's will to walk in his ways to know him to believe in him the moment you choose in your heart to believe in god literally god will give you the strength to overcome her to overcome sin he will give you the strength the moment you choose in your heart you choose in the invisible god will give you the physical strength he will put in situation that you will always be an overcomer he will put you in situation so you have to look at this the unseen let us focus on the unseen for what is seen is temporal but what is unseen is eternal so it says that listen to me because strong men who have depended on their strength people who have depended on their wealth they have been cast down by sin but you my son listen to me and let not your heart turn towards her path do not stray towards her path listen to me and the moment you listen to me you will shine those who wait upon the lord they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary amen so there is the power of depending upon the lord there are answers when you depend upon god there is strength when you depend upon god there is humility character development the moment you wait upon the lord and the the last story i'm going to say it's in the book of john chapter 8 it's uh it's it begins by saying but jesus went to the mount of olives now early in the morning he came again into the temple and you can see his the rhythm of grace the rhythm of christ that it, it actually the book of um it begins by a but and when you look at the preceding the previous verse it says that everyone went to his own house but jesus went to the mount of olives now early in the morning he came again into the temple and all people came to him and in the context people are coming to him it's after he had said the words that if anyone thirst let him come to me and we can see people who are thirsty to know more about jesus we can see people who are thirsty to find their identity in christ so people are coming to him 
though they are coming inside, they are going to the temple, but they are going to Christ in the temple. So it says that now early in the morning, and one thing that we need to remember that the book of Lamentation, it speaks about the mornings that, but his grace is new every morning. His grace, his has said, is new every morning. So now it's early in the morning, this new grace, and Jesus wants to teach the people in the temple. You can find the scenario. People are thirsty because yesterday he said that if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And as the scripture says, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So they're coming in the context that they want to listen to him. And what better day, what better hour than in the morning when the grace is sufficient and grace, there is fresh grace every new morning. And the Bible says, then the, the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman who, a woman caught in the adultery. He was caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, they said to Jesus, that teacher, this woman was caught in the adultery. He was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. And let me tell you something about what I've learned while I was studying this scripture. That it's as if the moment you come with the, the context of shame, the context of shaming your brother, the context of condemning, because this context, it comes with testing, condemning, and testing, condemning, and shaming. They, are, they want to test Christ, yet they are condemning the woman. They are, and they are bringing out the law, but not in its fullness. They are bringing out the law in its half. Because the law literally says in the book of Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10, that if a person is caught in the act of adultery, both the man and the woman has to be stoned to death. But they are bringing to Jesus one, ma one woman. Where is the man? We never know. So J Jesus is, is not at home in this, in this kind of situation because the law, they bring half of the law. That's the first thing. They're not bringing the fullness of the law unto him. The second thing, they're, they're bringing shame unto a person, unto their brothers. They're bringing condemnation and they're bringing in testing and literally the bible says that god for god cannot be tempted by evil jesus cannot be tempted by evil for nor does he tempt anyone christ cannot tempt you amen so it says that now in the very act for god cannot tempt anyone not by evil nor does he tempt anyone so it says, the Bible says, but I tell you that whoever looks at, then, okay, let's continue. And, it's, and Jesus says, 
now Jesus strikes in the ground the first time because actually for this woman because she's coming maybe she's coming for a verdict for is it kataklino in hebrew in greek kataklino she's coming for a verdict i've done something wrong and there's a verdict and i should i will pay the consequence but she's coming to Jesus in the morning she's being led to Jesus in the morning and something about Jesus in the morning is that his grace is new every morning so i believe this woman obviously the end game of this story will find that the woman will receive a new grace a new revelation of who Christ is and before i continue the well in 8:1 it says that but Jesus went to them after everyone went to his own house that early in the morning he came from mount of olives and there's nothing insignificant in the bible olive me actually mount of olives it literally means the mount the mountain where the olive plant are found and like literally olive are used for anointing olives are used for cleansing olives are used in the menorah for lighting So all that night Jesus I believe he he received I believe he received the fullness of the cleansing anointing and the light for the whole world at that night because he was in the mount of olives I believe he was praying the bible doesn't give us what he was doing at that night but for him to stay in the mountain of olives means that he received anointing light light of the world he received that light because olive is used for light let's continue so when they continued asking him he raised himself up and said to them he who is without sin among you let him throw the first stone the first word jesus speaks is he glorifies the law he makes gives the law its full right If anyone of you is out is without sin let him let him let him do what if any of you is without sin let him cast the first stone and the bible says he stooped down and wrote on the ground then those who had it being convicted by their conscience did what being convicted by their conscience went out one by one beginning with the oldest even to the last so one by one they left his presence and I, today I want to also speak about how can we know if we are being convicted by the spirit and if we are being convicted by our conscience david he was convicted in his conscience the bible says that literally i, I will read that scripture after that you know what happened he counted the people of israel and that thing displeased god and there was a plague that came because he followed his conscience and how the the main question is how do we know that it's the spirit of god how do we how can we how can we discern if are we listening to our own conscience or are we listening to the spirit of god and i believe one of the ways in which we can know is through the fruit bible says you shall know them by their fruit we shall know our conscience by its fruit we shall know the spirit by the fruit so in this context you can see being convicted by their conscience why because god jesus gave them the law 
they came they didn't receive grace they received law they came tempting god they received law amen so they received the law and their conscience played a part one by one the bible says then those who had it who had what jesus said jesus literally proclaimed the law unto them then those who had it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one beginning with the oldest even to the last so beginning with those who had it all together who thought that if they had it all together they were convicted their conscience the people i believe those people who knew the law they were convicted one by one out 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 and uh the only one who remained is the woman and okay before before you continue let's let's first distinguish between the conscience and the spirit the conscience literally it draws you away from Christ away from the finished work it gives a sense of i can do it by my own strength i don't need anyone i don't need god that's your conscience that's the fruit that it produces it produces the flesh the strength of the flesh i believe so yet the fruit of the spirit it's love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness humility self control and literally the spirit of god if you want to know the bible says the spirit bears witness with our spirit in the context that we are called ab we call we call god abba the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of god and that is the spirit of adoption by which we cry out daddy abba abba that's the spirit of god i believe that's the, that's the main difference the moment you hear someone and you and it's glory and you and you relax you know that you are a son of god that it gives you the sense of i have a father who cares for me I have a father who loves me that's the spirit of god it bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of god and it's i believe that's the main difference so jesus gave them the law that if any of you if any of you is without sin let him throw the first stone and literally their conscience played that part and they all went out then those who had it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one beginning with the oldest even to the last and jesus was standing and jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst when jesus had raised himself up and so no one but the woman he said to her woman where are those accusers of yours had has no one condemned you has no one condemned you he gave everyone a chance to condemn her to give their final victim but they could not because of their conscience has no one condemned you and then she answers the first time the woman answers she said no one lord and jesus said to her neither do i condemn you go and sin no more and this is what the lord is telling you today that i i know that you have sinned that you have fallen i know that you feel that you're not in the right place in the right time 
I know that you are feeling as if you did something wrong. But I want to, but Jesus is saying to you today that I I'm not ashamed of you. I do not condemn you. I don't give you any judgment. It's not your sin. I don't condemn you. And it says that then Jesus spoke and said that no one and she said no one Lord and Jesus said to her neither do I condemn you go and sin no more. And God wants you to know that he is not condemning you but he's welcoming you back. He's welcoming you back. He's welcoming you welcoming you back home that he loves you that he cares for you that he is not ashamed of you that they that those who are putting shame on you that you have done something wrong that those fall the bible says that as though he did not hear is as if he's not hearing the, that shame because everything is plain before his sight nothing is hidden before him he knows the intents and the, the desires of your heart but now he's speaking and saying that i do not condemn you go and sin no more sin no more because i i i i don't condemn you and it it ends by jesus saying that and jesus spoke and said to them saying i am the light of the world he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but will have the light of the world this is what god is saying to you that he is the light of the world and you can remember the, the book of john it began when jesus was in the mount of olives olive literally speaks a place of where the where light is being produced where there is light and i want you to spend time with jesus because he is your light and the moment you have that light inside you you'll be the light unto others receive his light receive his anointing receive his cleansing because the moment you receive it you will give i am the light of the world he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but will have the light of the world so the light of the world is in you god is going to give you all things that you desire because you have the light of the world inside you you are more than a conqueror and god loves you so may god continue to bless you today we've learned about proverbs 7 and may he uh make his face to shine upon you and may he give you his grace and his peace may you be blessed in jesus name amen <laughs>